number seven. You see that? You see that mad mob? See that in Goni's background? It's daylight. 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 Children, wives. Children, wives. Uh, we're we're out here in waking hours doing this for you all. So there will be interruptions, and that's just life. I'm just excited to do to do this while we're awake. While we're yeah. not slumping in our chairs after a long, hard day of parenting and working. He does interrupt good for dinner, but it's fine. I mean, yeah. Uh, I work hard. Definitely the hardest. You hear the, you hear the lack of arguments going on, Mad Mob. They know it's true. Um... Uh, we don't. Uh, any news in the football world? I think we covered it with our last one. I don't think anything, you know, breaking really came out. You know, Ryan Kerrigan retired. Um, not really fantasy relevant or anything more football world relevant. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's you know, I guess uh, J.K. Dobbins has been looking pretty good, and he's trying to get cleared for activity in training. He oh, really oh. wants to practice. Oh, and Miles Sanders now taking snaps with the second team. Pump the brakes, boys. It's camp. Kenneth Gainwell. Gainwell. Yep. Pump the brakes. Y'all watch. Kenneth Gainwell's ADP is going to start rising. Miles Sanders is going to keep plummeting. And watch Boston Scott will be the one that gets all the carries. Oh, man. Infuriating. (laughs) Oh, quick question. It's kind of football related because I saw it in a George Kittle interview. Who wins in a fight, silverback gorilla or grizzly bear? Okay. The tantalizing suspense. Well, yeah, what, what was it, man? No, I'm, I'm asking oh, you all. Uh, the IT guy. Matt, um, fiber optic internet. Get yeah. It. Get it. Crazy. How's that happen? It's awful. Middle of the episode. Four. For some reason, we are over 20 episodes in, and these two morons can't understand that I do all the recording. So, uh, you know, if if there's no lag or problems on my end, that's perfectly fine because I'm recording. They still go out of their way to just make uh, make weird side comments about internet or anything. But in the episode, because this internet's terrible, man. Perfectly fine. Don't hear what you're saying. You're continuing to talk, and we can't hear. Yeah, that it's kind of important. Noises. But hey, man, it's fine. You do the editing, which is good because you need to, and uh, we can just continue with that. You know? Yeah. We're gonna have, to. have no response to that question. I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure whatever you said was real cool. It was. All right. We'll never know. Never know. I mean, are you re- <laughs> are you ready for it again for uh, a second? We'll watch time? the episode back. I guess. Gone. Sure, man. Make sure you're hardwired in, though. Man, I'm leaving every bit of this just so just so the people know the two idiots that I got to deal with. Silverback gorilla versus a grizzly bear. This is old hat. Well, it, they haven't ever squared off, so I mean, uh, I'm we just haven't had the official pay per view. This this wasn't an, an argument a decade ago. I hey man, old hat. Have we had the argument on here? No, we haven't. Can confirm we have not. This is what I get. See, Mad Mob this is what I get. Just just trying to bring it like it's a it's a completely opinion based argument, and I'm just trying to get there. It, it's like asking if hot dogs are are, are sandwiches. <laughs> old hat. Okay, what? What's your opinion on it? Yeah, what do you say, Beggs? Which one? Who wins? Well, a glizzy is not a sandwich, first of all, and second of all, it's easy. It's a silverback gorilla. He's smarter. He'll outsmart the bear. Simple, easy. See, I I disagree. He'll outsmart the bear. Are you going to elaborate why you disagree? I, I mean, it, do you have to be smart to win in a fight? I mean, if are are you if, if you fight a grizzly bear, are you going to win or lose? Mm. I'm smart enough to run away from it. 
And it's faster. He will catch you and destroy you still. He runs faster than you do, I promise. What an idiot. Just another stupid Begley take. I'm not going to get put in a situation to be in a spot because I'm smarter than the bear. It's pretty stupid Begley take. Uh, George Kittle said it best. Uh, A grizzly bear wins that nine times out out of ten because, quote, they have daggers for fingers. They really do. Bears got claws this long, man. One they do. Ha! <laughs> they stand uh. up. They're like ten to twelve feet tall. They're they're gigantic, yeah, man, that, and they're that's strong. Just another stupid Begley take. He's even his opinions are even wrong. Hang on. Yeah, we'll wait for you to chew. <laughs> Hang on. Let me Hang see on. the pounds of force a silverback gorilla can put into he was, one he was hammer. So fist. confident in that old hat question too. So so I, confident. Old hat. The brains. There is some scientific nerd out here who has analyzed this down to a T. Let's just hit the interwebs on this one. Oh, you don't already know? It's old hat. Yeah, man. Yeah. Man, Begley. I don't Begley, know if, if Mad Mob wants to sandal. ride with the the Google searches. Okay, so upon further review, the internet does say the Grizzly would win, just out of pure physicality. Yeah. Uh but I still take the grill. He's smarter. It's a brainer. The <laughs> grill wrong about an old quote old hat question. It's great. He would climb a tree and gouge the bear's eyes out with a stick. That's how smart a gorilla is. It's the closest it, thing to humans. That doesn't intelligence has nothing to do with winning a fight. You'd climb a tree and gouge its eyes out with a stick. Is that what you would do? <laughs> that, would, that would probably be my first option. Going yes. Oh my god! Did you know there's an entire website dedicated to this question? Yeah, it's an, it's be, a, he got so offended when I asked it. I didn't say it was a brand new question. Just hadn't just hadn't talked to it. I'm glad I brought it up because now I know that you're even wrong about opinions. Beggs would have the uh, feeling of relief as he shimmying up the tree, thinking he got away, only to be followed by complete terror when he gets plucked out of the tree by this grizzly bear that is gigantic. That who who can also climb trees. Bro, do you know what the survival technique is against a grizzly bear? Don't say play dead. It's to scream and make yourself look big, and it's it's fooled by that. That's it is is whoa 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 whoa. Is that the the survival technique against a, no, a grizzly not, bear? It's, it's <laughs> it is no 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 it is seriously. Hang on a second, man. It's, Beg's gonna get people killed out here. I'm I'm looking at a Boy Scout manual on the internet. You have two choices. You can drop to the fetal position and play dead. Or you can stand your ground and make lots of noise. Hmm. I mean, if I can uh, scare off a grizzly bear by just stomping around a little bit, this thing's stupid. It's, it's, just, it's just a dumb animal. Uh, Mad Mob Begley is not a survival professional. Is, the third uh, option is bear spray. You're 100% not scaring off a bear by stomping around. Well, uh, Boy Scouts are doing it, so, I mean... Take it up with them, man. Anyways, a lot of Facebook questions. Begley's or Begley's wrong. Uh, a grizzly wins every time. Uh, oh, dude, you remember there used to be like a show dedicated to that, where they'd like compile a bunch of like data and then like make it. They used to do it with like warriors. You know what I mean? Like it used to be yeah. like. Yeah, you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking. Like a samurai versus like a Viking or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did one with like the U.S. forces versus like the KGB or something. Yeah, and then they did like a reenactment. That show was actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they need to do something with animals just to show Begley like visually how wrong he is. Um, Facebook questions. Not only are you calling me wrong, you're calling the Boy Scouts of America wrong. So. Did the Boy Scouts choose a, a silverback gorilla over a grizzly bear? Is that on their webpage? They just have tried and true methods of deterring a bear attack. Tried and true, indeed. So, so yeah. nothing, nothing on the on the one v one battle for the ages, huh? Nah, we'll see it on on pay per view soon. I'm sure. Get it started. I'm sure Jake Paul will get it going or something, man. Either Facebook way, questions. Facebook, we got some Reddit from Beggs as well, but I'll kick it off with a Facebook question from Nicholas Saris. He wants to know, in the in a startup two-quarterback league, boys, he's got the 102 pick. Who are you choosing? Pat Mahomes, Jonathan Taylor, or Justin Herbert? 
in a startup what league? Two yeah. quarterback. Two oh, quarterback. I didn't. I missed the two. I just said startup quarterback hey, league. We got to choose two of these players going or what? No, he's got the one hundred and two. Who are you taking at the one hundred and two in a two quarterback league in a startup dynasty? Mahomes, pick- Taylor, or Herbert. 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 Easy, clean sweep. Absolutely. Five thousand yard passer right for years game. to come. Yeah, Herbert yeah. and Gorilla for sure. Yep. I mean, all right. That's that's nice and easy then. Uh, I got another one from Paul Collins. He wants to know, in a trade for Jamar Chase, would you rather have Cooper Cup and the 103 or Montgomery, a 2023 first, and the 104 and 107 this year? Uh, give me Cooper Cup. Cup in the 103? Yep. Montgomery for me. Yeah, I think I'd rather go Montgomery as well. Dude, the, the hall of picks with David Montgomery? Are you kidding Three me? firsts. No brainer. Three, Three firsts first. this year, though, isn't it? It's two firsts this year, the 104 and 107, and a first next year to go with Montgomery as well. It's it's no, easy for me. What's the 104 and 107 yield you? Drake 104, uh, yeah, two, two wide receivers, two wide receiver lottery picks. Yeah. Which is who? I mean, you've already taken a dump on Garrett Wilson last episode. Or I guess yeah. it, it's dang, a lot foreshadowing. Right. He's about to take a dump on Garrett Wilson whenever that episode um, airs. Drake London, Traylon Burks. Olave. I'd take Olave. I'd go with Olave. Bur- any one of those guys, if I get any one of those guys, I'm I'm happy with it. I'm fine. Yeah, Even Garrett already, Wilson, I guess, if he's got to be the second guy, that's fine with me as well, just for future potential, I guess. But you have a gaping hole that Jamar Chase left. But you're filling it with with receiver uh, prospects. You get David Montgomery. Like Cooper Cup, dude, is 30 years old. What are you getting out of him in a dynasty? Probably another two, three years of good production. Yeah, but if you're willing to trade Jamar Chase, you're probably not a contender. <laughs> and you still get a pick. If you if you're not a contender, then that's an easy question because you don't want to trade for an old wide receiver. Dude, I, I can see the I can see the cup side if you want to stay competitive. Maybe he's just trying to snag that. Maybe he's like a, a middling team or something and wants to stay competitive with Cup in the 103. But I just don't like the age difference. Jamar Chase has got so much left in the tank, and you're getting three firsts. I'll take three firsts all day and uh, a starting running back. Easy. Not easy. It, it definitely depends on whether he's uh, competitive or not. It was easy for Goni and I. If you're in a rebuild, do it. If you're in a fantasy league, do it. If you're in a fantasy league, do it. Yeah, man. You still get picks with Cooper Cup. Top value. It's you not Cooper pick. Cup versus for Jamar Chase straight up. You're getting picks still. First round yeah, picks. Nah. Nah, it's I'm the one good. three this year. Nah, nah. Three Easy this call. year in a in a terrible draft. Okay. Easy. Boys, call. this this next one is probably a layup. I think it's going to go all through all three of us. Honestly, Frank Gutierrez wants to know. He's super high on ETN, but he got a tempting offer. It's a half point PPR non super flex league in a startup. He's sending Travis ETN. He's getting. A 23 first, a 24 first, and a 25 second. Snap call? No. Yeah. No. Wow. Hot really? takes. Hot takes from Wayne already. Why? Snap what are you call? getting? Not worth two firsts. You're getting two firsts and a second. Snap call. A first, a first two years down the road, and a second three years down the road. Like, a, Come on, boys. You know what you have. You know what you have on your roster right now. Does it? Does he say is it an early first this next year? Doesn't matter. It's too first. No, no. He doesn't even have like really a range. He didn't, you know, project what the pick would be. But for me, it really doesn't matter, dude. I mean, matter at all. Yeah, I'm shipping away every time. I'd say you don't know what you really have in ETN. We're we're looking for him to do well, but he hasn't done anything yet. So I mean. Uh, Wayne, I know, but he still has. I mean, he's not done anything. He's gotten I, hurt. Neither has neither has your draft picks. Eighteen years down the road, Wayne hates bad offenses, but yet for some reason you're hanging on to eighteen here for dear life. Why? Jacksonville's going to be awful. That's he's going to be utilized. That's why I I know you hate volume. 
I know, I know you absolutely just dread volume. And whenever anybody is like, whenever you hear that a player is going to have the ball in their hands a lot, you just cringe. But Etienne's going to get a lot of volume. And at the end of the day, we've said it a million times: draft picks are dart throws, unless they're unless they're early picks. Then no, like if if he's got the one hundred three, one hundred four, or better next year, and I'm also on record saying if you're trading me picks out in twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six, when I don't even know what's coming out, I, that means nothing to me. That's an even that's that's a dart throw within a dart throw. That's an inception of dart throws when you're trading me picks years out. Snap call that hundred times. Yeah, I think that's an easy one as well. Easy, no. Anyways, uh, Kevin Robert wants to know, should I trade Gibson in a 23 first for Swift? He's in a 10-team league, and he's got three 2023 first-round picks right now. His team is pretty good. His other running backs, he listed his team. His other running backs are King Henry, Najee, and it looks like just Gibson, actually. Those are his running backs. Yeah, so if he's got Najee I, and he can, he can pair Najee and DeAndre Swift... And he still has two first round picks next year. Yeah, I'm doing that. Gibson's a fade for me, as you talked about. Yeah, I, I, I'm doing it. Yeah, we all love Swift this year. I think that's wait. Uh, never mind, Begley's. I'm not doing it. <laughs> that's a home run. Regardless, that's that's a home run. Go ahead and send out uh, Gibson in that 23 first for Swift. You got him in the bank. Might as well turn it into a yep. future stud. Really. Yep. 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 You, you're set. Your RB one and two are set for next five, six years, you can work on building your team or finding that next diamond in the rough. I got one here from a rebuilding team uh, from Donna Dowden. She has Jonathan Taylor. Uh, She says, pretty sure I have no chance this year. She wants to know if she should trade JT. She's got two 23 firsts and two 23 seconds. It's a 10-team league PPR super flex. Uh, Just running through the roster real quick, at least the starters, Josh Allen, Jonathan Taylor, Brees Hall, Drake London, Rashad Bateman, James Washington in the third wide receiver spot. Uh, Cole Komet, Ken Walker, Leonard Fournette, Zay Jones, Matt Ryan. Hold tight. If you got two 2023 firsts, dude, hold tight. What do you mean, no? She's got Josh Allen. She's got Brees Hall, who was the top running back this year. She's got JT, who's got another four years of of top-tier productivity. She's got Drake London, another good young wide receiver. She's a wide receiver and a flex away from being good if Brees Hall pans out. Wayne, you got to stop answering these questions first, man. Save your hot takes till after the rational people talk. You're trading Jonathan Taylor here. I'm targeting an elite quarterback like a Herbert or Mahomes. She's got Josh Josh Allen. It's a super flex. And Matt Ryan is the second. It's a super flex. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to target Herbert. Mahomes, an elite young quarterback to pair. I'd like to get an elite quarterback and plus uh, if I can get another running back there. I know I know she needs receivers of Washington's or third. I don't love him at oh, all this year. Oh, so we're just so we're just uh, assuming that we're going to get an elite quarterback plus uh, just to I make your take, argument look better. I would take an elite quarterback and I would take somebody along the like like take a flyer on a Devonta Smith kind of a player. Somebody that's going in the eighth or ninth right now. Trade all day. Somebody that's going to suck. Got it. I, I would definitely, dude. I mean, when you have Zay Jones and James Washington in your starting lineup, it's it's rough. Matt Ryan, Sam Darnold on the bench, Daniel Jones on the bench. I, I'm absolutely pushing JT for hopefully three. I've seen him go for three first rounders. I, I would take those. Um, and then, you know, I'd try and build up the roster and then maybe try and send some of those picks for other you know, younger, cheaper guys as well. But yeah. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, man, you don't, you don't know what's he, this team's not going to mature and be ready for a few years. And Jonathan Taylor might not be valued at what he is today, man. He could go through that same spell that CMC just went through where he got hurt. Um, he could just fall off. I mean, you never know. And this team is just so far out from competing I, that I hate, I hate that you all are uh, basing this trade off. What ifs, Begley, well, what if you get an elite quarterback and also another great player? Well, what if JT gets – right now, JT is projected to have several years of high productivity still in him. Brees Hall, the number one running back that came out of this draft, 
Then she's got two first round next year. Snag a quarterback. There's got, there's going to be a slew of quarterbacks to come out of uh, this next one that are going to be NFL ready and starting on a team. And then Nobody use your other first round pick to get another receiver. And then Nobody's you're you're competing. Nobody's predicting Brees Hall to be an RB one. Nobody. Yeah, nah, dude. And nope. and secondly, it's a ten team league, so the other teams are stacked. stacked. It's it's yeah. not twelve. It's not spread out. You know, if this team is this bad and she's got this many young people on there, that means the other teams, the actual competitors in the league are absolutely stout. stout. So I mean just like I said, this team's gonna gonna mature. Take the value while it's high right now on him, and get yourself another quarterback, um, and then some receivers. Yeah, easy call, easy call. Not an easy call. <laughs> Good question, Donna. Not an easy uh, call. From Jerry David, what side are we taking here, boys? Um, Justin Jefferson or Kadarius Tony, Michael Pittman, two twenty three firsts. Those firsts are projected to be early to mid. So give or take the one four to the one seven. Twelve team super flex PPR with a tight end premium. Come on in with the hot take, Wayne. Let's hear it. No, you answer and I'm answering the exact opposite regardless. <laughs> uh, me personally, uh, I'm taking the Pittman side. I think Pittman has wide receiver one potential. Uh Pittman, I, I think Pittman Tony in a first for Jetta is pretty fair value. So give me the extra first. Wayne, fight, 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 fight. He wants to hang on to Justin Jefferson so bad, I'm sure, but he also doesn't want to agree with Biggs. Nah. Wayne overvalues own players. Nah, I got to do it. I got to do it too. The fact that he said they're they're early to mid, uh, I appreciate the details. That matters. That matters in this trade. I'm not trading a generational talent away for uh, Kadarius Crappy. Was that a good one? Yeah, oh, got him. Yep, Kadarius Crappy, Michael Pittman, who ain't done it before, and you all just hated on the Colts. So, I mean, that was kind of weird timing. Who hated um, on the Colts? <laughs> no one hated on the Colts. Who hated on the Colts? Last question. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's an easy one. Taking the that, that's great value, Michael Pittman. You get two early to mid picks next year in a a big time draft coming out. It'll give you three in total if you still have your own pick. Um, rebuild it. That's great value for, for Justin Jefferson. Good job. Take that one, Jerry David. Um, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> only cause Jefferson is included. He, he probably wouldn't, if it was DJ Moore, there's no way Wayne would have took that. Absolutely <laughs> not. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Matt Bickham wants to know 12 team PPR super flex, which side are you taking Brees Hall or CEH and a 2023 first. I'm taking CEH in the 2023 first. I mean, I know everybody's super low on CEH right now, uh, and I and I get it. He, he's underwhelmed, but uh, you know, I, I think his only competition is Rojo. Rojo apparently isn't performing very well in camp right now. Some negative reports coming out. So if that's CEH's job to to lose still, if they can get him more involved in the passing game with Tyree Kill out, I'm taking a flyer on CEH in the first. Wayne. I'm only taking it um, because uh, it's a super flex and there's a lot of um, NFL-ready quarterbacks coming out of the draft next year. Um, so you can snag a quarterback that should be starting for you immediately in that super flex spot. Um, it, and Brees Hall, he's he's going to be the RB1 there. But, I mean, I don't, I don't see – he's still going to split carries. So even the production for the first – um, year or two of his career is, is going to be probably on par with uh, with CEH. Yeah, clean sweep. I, uh, same thing, man. I, I don't love CEH, but this is more than likely his last chance to be, I wouldn't even say necessarily the workhorse, but command the lion's share of the carries in Kansas City. He's been kind of un- underwhelming since they drafted him. Uh, the 2023 first-round pick has appealed to it, so – Wayne hit it perfectly, really. It's a super flex league, so it really expands your options on, you know, grabbing another running back or even taking that quarterback, uh, which is so important in super flex. So uh, definitely take that side. Uh, This is my last one for Facebook. Dustin Tullos, he's a first timer. He just inherited an orphan team. 
and he immediately got an offer. He said he's not really sure what his value is, but he feels like he's getting checked. Uh, it's a PPR with it's a ten team PPR league. It is Brandon Cooks. He's sending away Brandon Cooks, and he's getting the five oh five and a rookie draft. Uh, why did you even present this question? Because uh, we got to help the man out. Hey, First hey, time, they are absolutely trying to slap you in the face. Brandon Dude, Cooks is a perennial WR2, and the 505 is going to be perennially on the waiver wire. Yeah. You may as well take two warm beers to his hands right now. He's getting initiated. Yeah, Dustin, he's absolutely trying to get over on you just for you know you coming into the league. I, I thought it was important to include this question. Uh, he's testing you. Third rounder? No. A fourth rounder? No. Fifth rounder? Absolutely not. Those picks rarely pan out they've got probably less than a 10 percent hit rate for a guy that's even going to be on your roster for the most part you have to get very lucky for a guy to be selected in the third round of your rookie draft to play in your flex even a second rounder even probably not i'm going to keep i'm going to keep brandon cooks like he's like wayne said he is perennially a, a wide receiver too meaning he's in the top 24 finish at the end of the year um He's probably going to try and play the age card on you that, you know, Brandon Cooks is older and this and that. But, nah, man, you've, you've got a good one with Brandon Cooks, so hang on to that. Yeah, I, a late a late first round is is my my floor taking it for somebody that's going to be in everybody's starting lineup. Yeah, they're definitely – it's sketchy, man. Hey, just, just follow the podcast because you, when you pick up a team like that, then people test you. I mean, people send you some dumb trades. Because uh, they got to see, they got to see if they can pull one over on you. I mean, this that's a hundred percent what this trade is is it's hot garbage just to see, uh, just to test your mental. Testing the waters, that's it, man. He's they're just trying to see what they can get over, and if you accept something like that, you're gonna get just an ocean of terrible trades that guys I'm sure are gonna try and talk you into. Just you know, take it one at a time. Look at you know. Look at what you have to do. Follow the podcast, man. We'll always help answer questions as well. And they, that's the thing. You accept one, then you've got years of terrible trades coming your way. Just one, one just ruins uh, your reputation for years to come. Well, remember that one time eight years ago when you sent yeah. Brandon Cooks for that fifth rounder? <laughs> and you'll get lowballed. You'll just constantly get lowballed just off of that. Everyone will see it and they'll know that you're the tar- you're the weak link in the league. I took over an orphan, an orphan team last year in the league that we're all in. And the, my favorite trade I got was from Rhino. He was giving me Michael Thomas for CeeDee Lamb and my first-round pick, which was the one-on-one. So it was, a, it was a hard for me to pass on that one, but I had to. <laughs> Beggs went ahead and turned that team from the worst team in the league to one of the best in one year, just through through trades, through drafting. He, he managed it very well. And uh, he almost went worse to first, but we – Wayne and I won the championship. Yeah, it always needs to be said. Oh, yeah, man. Our, our daily plug for our championship. Yeah, daily. I score, score more points. Except for the three times we played. You're 3-0 against your team last year. Beggs, what you got on the Reddits, man? All right, go to the Reddits. Uh, Hang on. I think he just reached into a bag of snacks. Uh-oh. Snack we're gonna alert. And, uh, we're going to spin the block on Reddit here. we got a lot of things going on. Uh, Harley, 10-09. 14 team super flex PPR. 14 team super flex. Golly. Deep league. Deep league. Team A has Ebo, Antonio Gibson, and a 2023 one. Team B has Jamar Chase. Debo Gibson and a one for Jamar Chase. I have to take it. Uh, in a 14 team super flex, you got to take talent where it's coming at you. Yeah. The depth on that is ridiculous. Yeah, give me the two pieces with the additional first-round pick as well. Gibson's only 24. Debo is super young as well. He might be only 24, 25. He's got plenty of you know, gas left in the tank. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. If it's a late first, does that change anybody's opinion? I saw where he no, put it. No, absolutely late. not. you got to right. take pieces in a 14-team super flex. I totally agree. Adorable style, 642. 12-team super flex, half-point PPR. He's rebuilding. He's giving away Lamar, 
It is a super flex. He's getting Judy, Hunter Renfro, a 2023 one, and a 2024 one. Send it. Yeah. Send it. Too much value. Too much value. I know it's super flex, but you're you're getting great value out of that. Yep. Like I, I've, this is literally the third time that I'll mention it. You can snag a, a starting quarterback with the first round uh, next year. Yep. Totally agree. Dynasty Nuke 10. 10 team PPR Superflex. 10 team PPR Superflex. He's giving up Debo and Damian Harris to get Najee and Judy. You doing it? Yeah. Goni? Debo, Debo and Damian Harris for Najee and Judy? Yeah. Yeah. Snap call. Snap yeah. call. Snap call. Easy. Okay. G the real. G the real. 12 team PPR. He's giving away Najee. He's receiving Kenneth Walker, Rashad Penny, Darnell Mooney, and a 2023 one. He really likes Najee. He's on the fence. Kenneth Walker, Rashad Penny. So you're pretty much you're getting Seattle's backfield. Darnell Mooney and a 2023 one for Najee. Nah. Nah, I'm good on that one, man. I, regardless of what people think, they everyone was high on Rashad Penny, you know, until um, they went ahead and drafted Kenneth Walker, thinking that Rashad Penny was going to do what he did last year over the last six games where he absolutely scorched the earth. But Rashad Penny can never stay healthy. They, the, the Seahawks declined his fifth-year option, brought him back for, you know, another year. And um, I just don't trust him. Kenneth Walker, I don't care who takes the snaps, the lion's share. They're going to be terrible. They're going to be terrible. So I, I really don't expect that offense to be any good at all. Just give me the absolute 350-plus opportunities at Anaji on a yearly basis, and I'm I'm good with that. Dwayne? It's a, it's a hard one. It's not a bad trade. I agree. Um, but I, it is a hard one. I'm going to I'm gonna hang on to Najee. I'm gonna hang on to the just floods of volume that are coming his way, just because I think Kenneth Walker and Rashad Penny are gonna be useless. So I'm kind of looking at it from Darnell Mooney in a first, um, and it's just not worth it from that point. Would if 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 the other person opposite G the real threw in a second round pick next year, would that sway you to trade Najee? All of that plus a second? Uh, probably not. Okay. Probably not. Right. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, VF54321 has a question about Gronk. Uh, going, I'm going to deflect to Wayne on this one. About who? About Gronk. The retired tight end? The retired tight end. Is he worth a fourth round pick? Is he worth anything? What are you doing with Gronk? He's he's retired. <laughs> but is that a guy that you're taking a chance on for a super late rookie round pick or no? On him coming back? No. <laughs> no. There, I mean, there's talks. I mean, he hasn't officially ruled it out. He's retired, but he's, he hasn't. Officially he's officially ruled it out. Ruled it out. Yeah, he has. He, he's oh, ruled hey. out. A, yeah, he's ruled out a comeback. Man, you're just wasting a roster spot if you acquire him. Yeah, yeah, just uh, by Gronk, missed you, loved you, loved watching you hoist the Lombardi in Tampa Bay. Uh, but yeah, he ain't coming back. VF, let let Gronk fly, man. Let him go. JKT223. This is kind of there's a lot, a lot of pieces here, so I'm going to go slow. It's a 12 team, half point PPR. He's a contender. He's getting Cooper Cup. Deonta Foreman, two 2023 seconds and two 2023 thirds. He's giving up Jerry Judy, Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson, Josh Palmer, and a 2023 late first-round pick. Getting Cooper Cup, getting Deonta Foreman, and a couple of picks in the second and third round next year. Giving up Judy, Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson, Josh Palmer, and a late 2023 one. Thoughts? No. 
No, I'm not doing it. Um, he's got a lot of young pieces there. I could see Judy absolutely being in the lineup for him this year and for years to follow. Uh, Elijah Mitchell is another one. We don't necessarily know if he's going to be the man again all year this year in San Fran, but you know, he's just another running back that you can throw in. You're sending away a first. Um, but what really kind of swayed it for me was it's a half point. You're getting Cooper cut back who is he's older. He's older than these guys. I mean, he's still got a couple years left in him. but this man had, he almost set the reception record last year. That's a huge, huge and normal PPR points, like one point PPR that added a ton of value to him. So, I mean, you're only getting a half a point off those. Um, so, I mean, it's obviously not the same. It, it knocks the value down for me there. So I'd rather have my first and those younger players in this scenario. But, but he's a contender. He's trying to win this year. Wayne, what do you think? I think if you do it, you got to look at your roster and be confident that you're going to win this year. Or, uh, again, the Goni rule, that you're a top three team. Yep. Um, if, you're a top, if you're looking at all the rosters and you're confident you're a top three team, uh, I think you get more points um, by doing the trade. Um, you lose long term, but you're contending. You're, you get all, better. You get yeah. better with this trade now, like this season, and that's it. So if you're if you're trying to contend over the next couple of years, don't do it. But if you're all in to win a championship this year, I think it does make you better this year. It's an over the top move for sure. Definitely puts you over the top. Like Wayne said, top three. I, I don't have a problem with the top three. I guess I was looking more so for now and later. I mean, if you if you look at what he's given up, Elijah Mitchell and Jeff Wilson. I mean, we don't know what's going to go on in. San Francisco, there's inherent risk with these guys, right? Josh Palmer, you guys have Josh Palmer on your dynasty team. You're hoping at best he's a, you know, an outside guy to go across from Mike Williams in the near future, right? Right. You know, a late first next year, good draft. It has good value. And Jerry Judy, who we all like. So the way I look at this, Judy and the one are by far the two best pieces for, say, Cooper Cup. Are you doing that in a vacuum? Judy and one for cup on it. If you have a contender, if I'm contending, so. if I'm contending, yes, I think so too. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that one. Uh, Bardowski snipes, Bardowski snipes. This Say one more time, dude. I didn't get the name. Bardowski snipes. Bardowski. 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 Bardowski or Barnowski. Bardowski. Okay. I'm so here to solve the there's Pam, a D in Pam, there. dilemma. Bardowski. 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 He's, he's come to the right podcast. Mike was asking. He's asking about Will Fuller. He's come to the right place. He has two questions. Is it worth holding on to Will Fuller? And he has to have a he has a decision to make between Will Fuller and and the rookie running back on the Patriots with the last name of Harris. That's exactly what his question is. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bardowski. Damien. Do your research, Bardowski. Do your research. Get the man's first name before you post the trade question. Man. No, it's it's not Damien. It's Kevin Harris. It's Kevin. Um, oh, the rookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rookie. Um I mean, man, if that's your choice, I was going to say, you know, we have Fuller uh, on our dynasty squad, Wayne and I do. We've held on to him strong. Um, we're hoping that he gets a landing spot. Cleveland said, no, thank you. Um, for some reason, he still doesn't have a job yet. He's only 27 years old. Uh, he was phenomenal the last time he did see the field um, with Houston, that is, when he was playing with Deshaun Watson. I was going to, going into this, I was going to say, you know, if you need the roster spot, go ahead and cut them. Um, but if that's who you're going to give the roster spot to, nah, bro, absolutely. Hang on to Will Fuller. He's, he's got way more potential than Kevin Harris does. He's about the 20th running back in line. Even if he does get carries, he's going to get like two in a game, one game. He'll go off for a hundred yards the next game, and then he won't play again all for the rest of the season. 
And God help that man if no, he fumbles dude, don't, one time. Don't even give this man false hope of that game. That game's not going to happen. That's true. That game's not going to happen. I'm just <laughs> trying to, to to show you the consistency of Bill Belichick, especially towards rookie running backs. If that man fumbles. That man thinks about letting go of the football while he has a jersey and pads on, whether it be in practice, whether he's just carrying one down the street. If he lets that ball go, he will not play for weeks on end. No. I mean, with the Julio signing – Fuller's the next best free agent receiver, right? I mean, probably, but free agency was done and gone a long while ago, man. Teams are in training camp right now. They're practicing. Fuller's good, though, dude. Look at his production before the suspension. I mean, yeah, I agree, and that's why we had an acronym. We had an acronym when our doing our weekly lineups. What was that acronym, Goni? It was FTID. F T I D. Fuller till I die. Coined by a good friend of the podcast, Brandon Roberts. Who will never be on this podcast. He's not not even once. Not invited. Stop Uh, asking, man. (laughs) Stop asking, Brandon. You're not invited. Um Yeah. He was a he was an auto starter for us. If he can get anywhere near that production, he's starting. And like you said, he's still young. I don't I don't know if he's still dealing with some off field issues. Um, or what, but I think he could, if he doesn't play this year and still comes back next year, I think he's got value. I just don't know why he's not getting signed. There's plenty of teams that could use a receiver. I'm not going to lie. Even now in the startups and mocks that I've done, I try and get Will Fuller in like the super late, late rounds just as a stash in case he does get picked up. Just the, the upside is too high for him to be sitting on the waiver wire. If you drop him, someone else will pick him up. 100%. Hang on to him, especially with who you were debating between that that rookie. I agree. He he's been linked to the Browns uh, with Deshaun Watson quite a bit. Should be a great landing spot for him. Sewer Steve Eleven. Which side are you taking? And I'm going to assume it's a super flex. Christian why are you Kirk, assuming that? I'll tell you why in a second. Christian Kirk, Van Jefferson, or a twenty-three fourth, or Danny Dimes and Kadarius Tony. Christian Kirk, Van Jefferson in a 23-4, or Danny Dimes and Kadarius Tony. Assuming it's a super flex. Otherwise, this is an irrelevant question. Oh, Ugly. Christian Kirk, number one out in Jacksonville. Apparently really impressing in camp, by the way. Van Jefferson, solid end of the year last year. Allen Robinson's going to come in and knock him down a peg, I'm afraid. Fourth round pick, waiver wire fodder. And a 23 fourth. Danny Dimes, good. Good. Super flex play. Don't know about his future, but good. Kadarius Tony, we're on the podcast, well documented to not be fans. Oh, it's just terrible, though. This we're is just, awful. We're just pooping in our hands and trading it right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what it is, man. Have some of mine. Can I have some of yours? Um, no, I'm not doing it. I'm just keeping. Uh, I'm keeping Christian Kirk and Van Jefferson. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like the only reason why you would want that trade is because you're high on Kadarius Tony from the monster game that he had and. You know, that doesn't happen very often where a guy goes off for almost 200 yards. Um, He's getting a stack, no? This is the stack. Yeah, but Daniel Jones might more than likely won't have a job next year as a starter. Um, I, I, it's your team, bro. If you if you believe in Kadarius Tony that much, go for it. I'd, I'd probably just hang on to what I got and go with the more consistent uh, Christian Kirk who doesn't punch helmets. <laughs> Fair enough. I think Kirk's. I think that's Kirk's. always what that's always what takes us over the top with Kadarius Tony. He punched a helmet. He punched a helmet, dude. Come that on. doesn't make that doesn't make you ba. It makes you stupid. Stupid, period. It, it, dude, and you're abusing your money makers. Like protect them, babies. Don't punch helmets. Like what is it? Does this guy think he's the Hulk and he's gonna like concuss this guy by punching his helmet really hard? So stupid. 
Have you noticed too? Sometimes with football players, when they get in fights, the first thing they do is take their helmet off. What are you doing, bro? Never. I'm, 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 I'm buttoning my chin strap back. If I'm gonna... <laughs> oh, dude. Have you ever heard the story about when Brandon got in a fight in a football game? I've not. Uh, oh, dude. Just quick story. Brandon, Brandon, not invited. Friend of the podcast, never invited to be on it. Not Stop asking. Uh, yeah, he was playing football and he was he did something to piss a guy off. And he he got pushed and like he was face down on the ground and he said he he kept feeling like his head was kind of just like kind of getting mushed and like as he like turned around the dude was throwing haymakers at his helmet and he just started <laughs> laughing at him. <laughs> like, he, so uh, so Brandon's actually been in the situation of somebody punching his helmet and he literally laughed at him in the middle of getting punched in the helmet. So it, yeah, he just it, don't don't punch helmets. It makes you look it's stupid. It's literally it's literally a device crafted for your head to protect it what from what do you blunt think force. is going to happen yeah for, exactly what crazy yeah keep christian kirk I, that i mean that's that's i mean you're trading turds for turds but i i like your turds a little bit more yeah the jesus fish 12 team superflex half point ppr superflex half point ppr giving carson wentz Robert Woods and Ty Davis Price giving Wentz, Bobby Trees and Ty Davis Price getting Garoppolo, D Hop and Sony Michelle giving Wentz, Trees, TDP getting Jimmy G, D Hop, Sony Michelle. Give me Jimmy G, starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> nah. I'm hanging on to it. Uh, I want a guy who's actually going to start. Carson Wentz is going to yeah, start Jimmy this G, year. San Francisco 49ers. Would you care to put a doink on it, sir? I would care. I didn't think so, man. <laughs> I didn't think so. Marshmallow slab of a man, you. Go ahead. Put the doink on it. Week no, one. No. No, 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 no. No, but, but it's a hot take. I'm not going to put a doink on a hot take. But I'm I'm one and zero in hot takes in the off season. Bro, it's it's common knowledge that he is not going to start. It was common knowledge that DK was on his way out. I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> this was literally in the news. This was literally in the news. I mean, we could put a doink on it for real. What if Wayne? What if we put the doink on whoever has the most starts over the year? Let's put the doink on that. Come on, Wayne. No. Oh man, what I'm a not, little girl. I'm not putting a doink on a hot take. Man, 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 man. Apparently I'm the only one who does doinks anymore. He's he's taking know. the trade or you know, he wants the Jimmy G side for the fact that Jimmy G is gonna start. Um yeah, no, I'm gonna take the guy who's actually starting in Carson Wentz and my other pieces. DeAndre Hopkins, nah, I'm I'm good on that. I I know he's the crown jewel of this trade. Um but now I'll hang with what I got. Yeah. Carson like Wentz is criminally here. underrated. I like Ty Davis Price here. I mean, I think he's an interesting piece. Third round pick. They have draft capital. I think I think he's interesting. Jimmy G not going to start. Possible start. Okay. Got just a few more here, okay. then we'll wrap Jimmy up. Starter. New, new community. Sixty-two twelve. No, he's not. Half point PPR. Damian Harris and Tyler Boyd for CEH. Damian Harris for Tyler Boyd and CEH. Damian Harris and Tyler Boyd for CEH. No. Nah. I like Tyler Boyd. I like like Damian Harris. Too much there. I like Damian Harris over CEH, period. Wow, really? Yeah. Even in the next year? Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, okay. I feel like he's the perennial really good football player, not so great fantasy player. That's what he is. RB14? He was good last year, man. He scored a lot of touchdowns. He scored a lot of touchdowns. 15 tutties. Patriots Patriots are a run first team anyways. He's still still involved. Uh, He's still going to be involved. And, um, yeah, there'll be plenty more scoring opportunities for him this year. I agree with you. Wayne, are you you on the uh, Tyler Boyd side too? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Tom Brady stand 
1012. Goni, this is your brother right here. PPR Superflex. He's giving up Debo, Damian Harris, and a 24-1 for Najee and Judy. Debo, Harris, 24-1 for Najee and Judy. Yep. Debo, Damian Harris, and a 24-1 for Najee and Judy. And yep. Here, your side. Yep. Uh, you did just mention Damian Harris was the next Barry Sanders. I can't wait to see what you say here. Are you shipping him out? Yeah. Yeah, I'm shipping him out. Absolutely shipping him out. I'm with you, Wayne. Easy call there. Um, Dante's the Kingslayer. Hit our inbox up. And he asked kind of a finger roll layup to me. PPR, give Michael Thomas for A.J. Dillon. Oh, snap call. Send him. Michael Thomas is uh, – Scary. I've mentioned it numerous times. Wayne is higher than we are on it, but uh, I feel like I'm he'll still probably taking, agree. I'm still taking A.J. Dillon. I think his upside yeah. um, for the future is is there. Um, Michael Thomas, is, his future upside is not there. Um, I think he's going to be solid this year. I think he's going to be serviceable as like a flex play. Um, but, yeah, A.J. Dillon's going to give you a lot more long-term value. Yeah, I totally agree. Dante, thanks for hitting up the inbox, man. Uh, Thank you, adorable, sir. Adorable Style, 642. Another inbox question. In a half-point PPR league, what is Josh Jacobs' value? Trade value, that is. Josh Jacobs is dropping a lot. Uh, Last year of his contract. I don't know. I don't... I'm not high on Josh Jacobs. Um, I... <laughs> I don't know. He's. I feel like he's just been kind of a letdown over the past couple of years. I'll he's, let Goni answer. I'll, I'll defer to Gone. Um, I. I mean, I don't think he's necessarily been like a letdown. They've they've brought in you know, um, Kenny and Drake, you know, to handle some of the work and get some of the receiving work out of the backfield. But I mean, over the last two years, man, last year he finished as the RB eleven. The year before that, he finished as the RB eight. Um. He scores a good amount of touchdowns. His yards per carry are usually right around four, four and change. Um, he had 54 receptions last year, which is, I mean, it's a career high for him. Uh, but I feel like that probably comes down this year. And for him not, you know, historically being one of the big, you know, like an Eckler or a Najee or guys that really feed off the, the passing game, the half point actually, I think, increases his value. Um so, I mean, you could – he's still super young as well. He's 24 years old. Uh, I mean, it really just depends on what you're trying to get, what your need is, um, whether it be if you're trying to flip him running back for running back or include some kind of package or maybe go running back for wide receiver. I could say you can you can definitely get any kind of wide receiver too for him, I think. Yeah, he's just uh, – I'm looking at his game log, and he just never really uh, – an RB1 typically gives you – you know, some games that set the world on fire and they have a pretty good floor, a double-digit floor. Yeah. Josh Jacobs' game log from last year, 17, 10, 16, 15, 15, 13, 8, 11, 19, 24, 9, 12, 10. Solid. It is. It's I good mean, enough. It's, yeah, solid. it's pretty consistent. Yeah. He's not going to, he's not going to, he's never going to set the world on fire for you. He's not going to um, win you. If he's in your RB two slot, then he's a great RB two option. Let me let me throw out a few names, and you guys just snap call yes or no if you would trade Josh Jacobs for this person. Wayne, I'll start with you. Allen Robinson. Josh Jacobs for Allen Robinson? Would you do that trade? No, I'm low on a Rob though. Goni, would you trade Josh Jacobs for Jalen Waddle? Yes. Wayne, would you trade Josh Jacobs for the 112? Uh, 2023 or this year? Let's do this year and next year. I get this year and next year? No, just answer. Two separate. Oh, no. I'd, I'd still no. No? Goni, would you do Josh Jacobs for the 109? No. Wayne, 106? 
No. One oh four bills? He's an yeah, RB two. I do it for the one oh four. He's a he's a top tier RB two. Okay. It's, it's rough it, to find that in the draft. Trade him for the one oh four, not a hair more, or something or somebody that you think is equivalent to the one oh four. I need an equivalent. I need I, I'm trading I'm trading confirmed value. Hey. I need confirmed value back for, for Josh a- Jacobs for Terry McLaurin. You doing it? Yeah. Josh Jacobs for T Higgins. You doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Snap call for T. Yeah. Interesting. I just DJ need... That's a great one. A hundred percent. For Johnny. DJ Moore. Yeah. hundred percent. DJ Johnny. Moore goat. Yeah. DJ Moore is absolutely All right. head and shoulders. Okay, we have two more. El Tabasco says he's in a 10-team, half-point PPR. He gave two sides, didn't say which one is his. Team A is DeAndre Swift and Dalton Schultz. Team B is Kittle, Waddle, and a second. D-Swift. Swift and Schultz for Kittle, Waddle, and a second. D-Swift and Schultz. Easy. D-Swift, indeed. Tell me why. What's that? Tell me why. I think oh, Dalton DeAndre Schultz Swift. probably has a better season than George Kittle. Well, let's go ahead and mark that down. And that was supposed to be the heavy hitter on the other team. And then D Swift is he's going to be phenomenal for years to come. He's he's a solid running back, man. He's gonna he's gonna. He gets his receptions out of the backfield. He's one of the young studs in the game. Um, I love Waddle. Don't get me wrong, but I like DeAndre Swift more. Him and Schultz. Uh, Wayne and I are both super high on him this year. Um, I like it. Yeah, I'm a little little bit lower on Schultz than these guys are. I'm a little higher on Kittle. I think Kittle's better than Schultz, but I agree. Swift is is the crown jewel. Uh, Cow Meow, twelve team. He has a theoretical trade. He's trading for Justin Jefferson. He's willing to give up Javante for him. What do you think he needs to add to Javante to that side of the trade to get Justin Jefferson? He, he wants to get Yeah, Jefferson. what does that piece need to be? He has Javante. What does he need to add to his side of the trade to get J. Jeff? Not much. I think he needs to add uh, like a back end wide receiver too, um, or you know maybe a little later of a wide receiver and a pick. It would be my my go to, honestly. A back end it's second. A back end second. Is that what you said? No, no. I like a back end wide receiver too. Um, or like say a wide receiver, you know, three or four, maybe in like a first to get there. Justin Jefferson's not hard to come by Uh, regardless. uh, Javante, you know, everyone wants him to be the lead dog. Chances are he'll be the lead dog next year. We'll see if he burns the world down, but generational talent, like Wayne always says for, for Justin Jefferson, that man's not going to be cheap. You're not you're not in the market for fair trades when you have a guy like Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson unless you're trying to, you know, rebuild and get a whole bunch of pieces. There's no incentive to trade away a guy that good unless you're getting a haul and overpay back. Wayne and I again, we have Jamar Chase on our team. I'm not interested in a fair trade with anyone. I want a king's ransom for this. And that that's just what it is, man. He's got potential. We've seen it. 200-yard games. He had two 200-yard games last year. Jefferson has that potential. Not many guys in the league do. Wayne, I'm curious to hear your side of it because I know you're really high on Jay Jeff and really low on Javante. No, just this year. I think I think Javante Williams is a good dynasty play. But, yeah, but yeah it, Jay Jeff is generational. Uh, and, and Goni said it perfect. There, there is no reason to trade Justin Jefferson away. Um, if you are somebody that's trying to go get Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase, it, you have to be expecting to overpay. Because uh, value for value, 
it's absolutely pointless for anybody to trade such a young talent away. They have absolutely everything going for them. There's no downside to them. What's like, what are you going to say? What are you going to do to try and talk somebody off of the Justin Jefferson cliff? There's nothing. I mean, he's a mate. You have to overpay to get him. Uh, I just, to add to Javante Williams, I think you had need to give a top tier WR two or WR one or back end WR one. So, okay. Back in. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, the last one we have fabulous row three ninety seven. It's a half point PPR league. Says he tried to give up Michael Pittman, Amari Cooper, and a 23 first and second for Chase. He got rejected. How can he improve his side to get Jamar Chase? Says he has to have him. Who was it? A 2023 first and second, Michael Pittman, and who? Amari Cooper. Cooper. Uh, Amari Coops. Yeah. Give me a, Cooper, give me a Cooper's where you're getting held up, man. Cooper's Amari Pooper. Yeah, he's not appealing. He he's older. I mean, he's not super old. He's like twenty seven, but he, he he's looking. That's definitely the weighing downside. Someone sees that in the trade, and they're like, "I don't want that piece of garbage." The whole trade is absolutely trash. Um, Hang on, try and me. add someone more appealing. Try and add Can someone I- more appealing than Cooper. You're probably gonna have to throw in your twenty four first as well. Um, hey, don't let me cut you off. I'm so yeah. sorry. Later on, later on, he does list his team. So let me give you guys a little bit of his team. Tell me how you would reconfigure a trade. As Chase owners, let me know what you would take for Chase. For running backs, he's got CMC, Damian Harris, Javonta, Miles Sanders, and Elijah Mitchell. This must be a 10 team. For receiver, he's got DJ Moore, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Michael Pittman, KJ Osborne, Mooney, and Gabe Davis. I, I think if he subs out Amari Cooper for Keenan Allen and throws in a 2024 first, then then he's in the realm of where he needs to be for Jamar Chase. Pittman, fabulous row. That's Pittman, Keenan Allen, a 23-1, 23-second, and a 24-1 from Wayne. I think you can take out the 23-second. 23-1, 24-1, Keenan Allen, and Michael Pittman. Goni? Um... I think yes. I think I would want Javante Pittman a 23-1 and I mean wow. yeah yeah dude we just talked about this you got to overpay for him you but, are but, you're not getting apples to apples in a in a Jamar Chase trade so you got to get that out of your head if you really want him you got to pay for him I agree mm-hmm. now we just said for Jetta Javonta and a wide receiver one, right, was roughly the value. You guys are asking a little more for that for Chase. Do you think Chase is that much better than Jetta? I think they're yeah, – well, I we actually it, have – we have people off his roster. It's not like you can just – I mean, give me – just because I love the guy, give me uh, Javonte Gabe Davis, who's way further down the list for you know a lot of people – and two firsts. Wayne, are you taking that? As a chase owner? I'm not taking that. What's the difference there? Is it is it Gabe Davis that's holding you up? Yeah. I think I can get better than Gabe Davis. You think so if he I, goes Javante Keenan, you're there? I think if he's wanting to hold on to Keenan Allen. Uh, Javante and Michael Pittman should do it. That's two WR ones. We all we all have Michael Pittman in our consensus rankings as a WR one. You're giving them two WR ones and two firsts. Well, Javante's an R, an RB. Javante and Pittman is that, that? So you're saying Javante Pittman and two firsts? Yeah. Just it just seems like a little a little more than what you guys are willing to pay for Jetta, which makes me think. You guys think Chase is better than Jetta? Well, I'm I'm more confident in Jamar Chase's long-term success with his quarterback. Yeah, hundred percent. He's tied to Joe Burrow for life. Jay Jetta is not. He's he. I mean, Cousins is going to be there this year, next year. Kirk Cousins already has shown that he is not Joe Burrow, and uh, just the longevity of and the security that we know 
you know, Chase is going to be playing with Joe Burrow for his career. Basically, it makes me want that side easy. If, are, who are you taking? If you had, if you had the choice, and they're both on the board in a startup, you taking Jefferson or Chase? Begs. I'm taking, I'm taking Jefferson uh, mm. because I'm taking Jefferson. Uh, he's he's shown he can do it consistently. He's got another year in the books. I mean, I, I just I'm looking at our wide receiver rankings, and you guys both had Jetta above Chase. Yeah, so for this year though. And as a redraft. So if we're doing dynasty rankings, you both put Chase ahead of ahead of Jetta? Yes. Chase would be my number one. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Who's Ooh. who's he, hey, Begley, who's Justin Jefferson's quarterback in two years? I think see, you know, it's a good point because is it gonna be a DK situation where Minnesota pays to keep him around or is he gonna you know, go somewhere? You know what? We we have no idea. But what we do know is who's Jamar Chase's quarterback in two, three, four, five, six years. I don't. Yep. I don't know. Joe Burrow's getting that money. I, I don't disagree with that logic. What what really uh, kind of tracks me with Jay Jeff, and you guys know I ranked him above Cooper Cup in our rankings. Two years of super elite production, man. We've seen yeah. one from Chase. Let's see if he can get over the sophomore slump year. But you know, Chase, you know Jefferson. He improved over his rookie year, and that's that takes a lot to do that, man. He did. He also, at the same time, he had an extra game to do it. Yeah. Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, being a rookie coming in to a team where T. Higgins was already really good the year before, set that same rookie record in 16 games as well. That doesn't happen, dude. That does not nah. happen. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not knocking you. I, I can see the argument. I, you know, I like having the extra year of data underneath my belt with JJF, but I, I, I see the logic. Yeah. Uh, that's that's all I've got for Reddit, man. Hey, uh, this was a good one. We're at about an hour. Uh, Mad Mob, we appreciate you. We love these episodes. Again, it's beating a dead horse, but keep them coming. Um, this will be posted. There's no point in telling me when this posted. It's posted when you see yeah, it. Yeah, you'll see That's it when, when it's posted. posted. All right. Uh, it will be posted before um, our, what did we do last? East, right? NFC, AFC East. Yep, Divisional yep. East. Um, that will be posted Monday morning for your morning commute to work. I will post that bright and early, 8 a.m. Um, and beg, begs, begs going on vacation next week. Um, so we won't be back. Hopefully we can get them on the horn Saturday, um, maybe Sunday and get another episode in Monday and then we'll hit you with another Q and a, but yeah. Uh, so this Q and a will be up Saturday. We will have another episode, um, Monday morning and then it'll be a week, uh, Monday morning when we have our other episode and try and hit you with the Q and a after that. Um, because Beckley will be on vacation catching them rays, uh, eating snacks in Florida, baby, eating snacks in a different state. Yep, Jealous, something man. out of a bowl. Something out, something out of a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I see it's Kool Aid today, man. Is the diet over? No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's, it's it's water with like uh, meal flavoring in it, man. Okay, water with sugar. Got it. Kool Aid. No, 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 no. It's sugar free, going. There's there's no calories in this, bro. Yeah, no man, calories, no it. taste. Kool Aid. Any. Mad Mob, uh, Facebook, Mad Fantasy Football Podcast, email madffpodcast at gmail.com, Twitter at madffpodcast, Reddit, mad underscore ff underscore podcast. We appreciate y'all. We will see you on the next one. Hey boys. See you, gentlemen.